Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning, Notre Dame fans. Mike Singer and Kyle Kelly live on a Thursday morning. But we'd like to say hello to you if it's morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you are listening to this or watching this. Um, I hope you are doing well. We're going to talk some Notre Dame recruiting on today's show. Um, Kyle, what's new in your world, man? We going well? I'd say so about as well as it can from a kid in Ohio after that game on Saturday. So, oh, yeah. yep, uh, I guess um, it's been a little bit more encouraging for us re- recruiting reporters being able to catch up with uh, kids after that game. All of them sounded like across the board had a super good experience. Um, I will say being there in person, I've never been uh, at a game like that before, never seen that sort of atmosphere at Notre Dame. Fans showed up. They showed out well. They made Notre Dame look super good on Saturday night, despite despite the outcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle, I was just scrolling Twitter before we started the show, and this has nothing to do with recruiting. But look at this graphic. Did you see this that Duke tweeted? The Irish come to town with a Duke player about to drop a, a big boulder on a little leprechaun's head? This is crazy to me. And then I put, I tweeted, deleted in five, four, three. Like, this just does not seem like something you can tweet in 2023, <laughs> right? Like, but it's a bold one, bold one by Duke. And it's been up for a half hour. And I still think that's going to get taken down by, by Duke. That That's crazy. But, um, but yeah, folks, uh, please do hit the thumbs up on this video. Uh, subscribe to our channel if somehow you have not yet. I think we're getting close to 24,000 subscribers, which is, uh, mind-blowing to me you've started this thing with like two or three thousand three years ago we you know, were, were up to almost again twenty four thousand, i believe it is um and please head to blueandgold.com um for more notre dame football and of course recruiting contents uh john says good morning from montana early morning out there lotus says good That's morning sweet. greg says uh well you know duke has a rich football tradition <laughs> Yeah, um, that that was the official Duke, and that is the official Duke account. Okay, just had to make sure. Does Duke really only have no eighty four thousand Twitter followers? That's it, Duke. That's not a lot, right? Let's see, like Notre Dame. Uh, we guess like five hundred thousand easy, six hundred sixty. So there you go. Okay, back on track. Um. So, Kyle, according to our, um, you know, list here on Blue, that you can find at blueandgold.com, Notre Dame had um, 20 visitors. Let me just make sure no one's stuck in this like a Friday or something. So, yeah, 20 visitors, two officials, which I'm sure we will touch on. Uh, one of them not being too notable, but one of them definitely very notable. Uh, and then 22 visitors. In the 2025 class, so 20 in the 2024 mainly commits, right? I think what all but two commits, um, and then uh, 22 
um, you know, targets in the in the 2025 class. Targets, some just prospects who have not been offered by Notre Dame yet. Um, Jay Carr says, I see Mike Singer more than my family. That's hysterical. So, Kyle, any any takeaways from you from this recruiting weekend as, you know, whether it's reading, you know, my reports or talking to the recruits or, you know, just kind of anything to maybe things that didn't happen coming out of the weekend. Just thoughts on, uh, you know, takeaways from this weekend. Well, Mike, I'm going to throw one at you here a little bit unexpected. While I talk, I want you to pull up my Deuce Night video because that was yeah, uh, the highlight of the weekend, I think. Um, yeah, I, I guess kind of just starting, give a little bit of a rundown of how the day works. Uh, recruits usually roll in sometime Saturday morning, um, kind of a little bit. Uh, in intervals, you know, some of these guys are flying in from California, Arizona, Texas. Uh, so it, the time these get Georgia, the time these guys get to campus, um, it kind of varies. So uh, the day sort of gets really rolling for these guys in the early afternoon. They kind of hang out in the Irish Athletic Center where Notre Dame practices. And, you know, just from there, uh, kind of get food and just meet meet with coaching staff before the game and everything like that. And us recruiting reporters, we don't really get to see a lot of that stuff behind the scenes. We can like walk by and check it out or whatever, but we can't actually get inside there and see what's going on. And, uh, you know, these kids are just sitting around at tables eating anyway. So uh, not much to see from that aspect, but I guess uh, where the weekend really kind of gets going for us uh, recruiting guys is uh, about, I think it's two and a half hours before every kickoff. Um, the Notre Dame has their victory march, which I'm sure some of our listeners have participated in that everyone lines up from the Basilica to, I think it's the North stadium entrance. Um, it's the one that goes from the touchdown Jesus, uh, through the library, library quad, all the way to the entrance of Notre Dame stadium. Basically the way it works is, uh, the recruits all hang out, uh, at that Notre Dame stadium entrance as they wait the team's arrival. And for some of the big games, um, it's sometimes not a surprise to find the, the committed guys walking uh, through that line just a, a little bit after the team. And that's always an interesting thing to see because a lot of these fans already know the uh, Notre Dame commits. It's pretty interesting. I will say there was one rather um, rum bunctious fan i think that's how you say that word sure. rambunctious yeah yeah uh probably annoying would be to say the word just he was you know yelling cj Carr uh over and over and over like and over, and over. Man. i i can hear i can hear his voice in my head right now oh, and, he, was, uh, he was like a cute that's a grown man yelling cj Carr nonstop. yes yep and i think okay. he had um yeah something with cj Carr on his uh t-shirt as well he had a couple too many. I'll be surprised how I to hear how long that guy made it through the game. But uh, yeah, that was uh, pretty cool to see those guys roll into the stadium. Deuce Knight led the way. Uh, I also got a video of that. I don't know if you want to pull that up. I'm really just throwing things at you right now. But um, the video of Deuce walking in. Yeah, let, let's get that one pulled up. Let's uh, show our viewers here what it looks like to have those commits walk in. That yeah. was uh, led by Chad Bowden, then Deuce Knight premier guy right by behind Chad Bowden. And it's always interesting to see which targets are in that line because it maybe gives, gives a little bit of a hint of who's trending toward committing to Notre Dame. And sure enough, it was C.J. May, the edge rusher from Alabama right behind him. Yeah, and I think at that point he had already told the staff he was committing. He just had not announced it yet. So, um, but yeah. Hold on. Um, yeah, so this was this – was- Always pretty interesting. So, I mean, let me actually go back and kind of pause it, and I can kind of tell you guys who's who. So that's Chad Bowden at the front, director of recruiting, Deuce Knight, 2025 quarterback commit, C.J. May, 2025 Edge, who uh, committed to Notre Dame right after the game. You got C.J. Carr, 2024 quarterback commit, Cam Williams, receiver commit in the 24 cycle. We'll talk about in a little bit. Jerome Bettis in the 25 cycle. It's a familiar-sounding name. Uh, we'll talk about him in a bit. Tabron Benny Powell, safety commit. All these guys are commits pretty much. Um, Peter Jones, offensive line commit. Styles Prescott, offensive line commit. Bryce Young, defensive line commit. All 2024. Carson Hobbs, 24, corner commit. 
Kingston Villiam lost a 24 linebacker commit. Sorry, podcast audience. And there's a, a big one right there, literally and figuratively, Namandi Agboko, uh, a Georgia commit on the defensive line. We'll talk about him um, uh, pretty shortly here. Sean Savalano, uh, defensive line commit. Uh, Logan Saldate, receiver commit. Carson Hobbs, corner commit. Uh, Micah Gilbert, receiver commits, recruiting intern, Justin Thurman, running back commit, 25 class, Bodie Cahoon, 24 linebacker commit, Davion Dixon, 25 defensive line commits, Teddy Reese, <laughs> Teddy Rezac, oh man, I'm just really just talking a lot here, Teddy Rezac, 24 linebacker commits, and I think lastly is Davis Andrews, the 24 safety commit, nope, just kidding, they just keep coming. 24 running back, Aeneas Williams, 24 safety, Kennedy Urlacher, both Irish commits. And uh, I think that's it. And then some ushers in the back. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that, was that, Kyle. Yeah, now you understand why Mike is our photo ID guy for the recruits. So yeah. he knows these guys off the top of his head. So, uh, anyway, that's kind of how things get going on Saturday. Um, from there, they all venture into the field, and then it's game time. And uh, – during the game, I'm usually writing during the first half, and uh, uh, I, I usually take my binoculars and kind of scout out what's going on in the recruiting section. Um, I bothered one of our colleagues to s- try and find out who the heck was down there, basically sitting in the grass or like the landscaping in front of the recruit section. So seating was tight. Uh, Notre Dame welcomed all their commits pretty much every top target on their board to campus, and uh, I guess from talking to the kids, Mike um, went pretty well. And uh, yeah. yeah, let's uh, let's fire up that Deuce Night video yeah, real quick just to show uh, where these recruits sit. They sit uh, towards the north end zone. And Deuce Knight and White there, that white jacket, boy, did he have a good time. Yeah. I was thinking because a lot of times the – like this kind of visit has like 100 recruits. Like there's some big-time recruits there, right? I feel like for this one, Notre Dame only had like, I mean, like the 40 big names, 40 and 45 big names, whatever. And then maybe like 20 extra kind of prospect names, you know, the non-offered guys. Um, And you, I I was thinking for a little while there, like, that's not a ton. And Kyle, I'm starting to think about it more. You got to think you got their recruits and then you got what? one to three guests or something that they're able to bring one to two guests. That's a lot of seats for a primetime game um, yeah, that, that are kind of freebies there. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Any other takeaways, Kyle, from you that before I, before I go from this recruiting weekend? Uh, not, not a whole lot. I mean, just even though it was a super big weekend, pretty much some basic stuff. I mean, it's just guys, uh, walking into the stadium and then like we're able to go down on the field pregame and watch those guys walk through the tunnel. And I had some observations of that, um, all the pregame festivities on blue and gold. You can check that game out um, or check that article out from it, even though it was a couple of days ago, to kind of get yeah. a better feel what, what things look like on, uh, on Saturday. But I think the the final takeaway was if, you're a top target in Notre Dame's class. You were most likely there. The only one off, only one off the top of my head that wasn't able to make it into town was James Flanagan, the legacy tight end recruit. He'll be at the USC game instead. Um, some other targets on Notre Dame's board are also going to uh, visit for that game. But I think they really pointed a lot of the top guys uh, to this Ohio State game, and they're uh, hoping to reap the benefits. And I think they started to with that run of commitments over the weekend. Yeah, three new commits for the Irish. I mean, just like I know Derek Meadows, Talon Taylor, James Flanagan. Like, there's definitely some like huge targets that weren't there. But yeah, Talon the, was there. Talon Taylor was there. No, I'm sorry, uh, Derek Meadows, Ivan Taylor, Ivan Taylor, Ivan Taylor. My yeah, bad. Yeah. Maybe I mixed that one up. <laughs> yeah, Ivan Taylor, James Flanagan. Yeah, the, um, Justin Scott wasn't. I'm kidding. Uh, it's 25 or 24, but um. Yeah, so huge recruiting. I'll give some of my thoughts, uh, but let's hear. Actually, let me ask you a question, Kyle. What time is it? It's it's time it's time for Mike to cash in after I uh, 
gave him that Kirk Cousins pick last week. So, oh, you're joking. I you were not. I thought you weren't on board with the the, the, the Kirk Cousins pick, right? No, right. I told I told you to because I remember that's when uh, we made for ter- ter- terrible radio, and uh, I was researching all the NFL statistics, and I think it. Who did they play? I forget, but they had one of the worst passes. Chargers. Yeah, yeah. You told me that, but yeah. two ninety one was high, and uh, after the first quarter, Kirk Cousins only had forty eight yards, and the more bet was two ninety one, and I was sweating. Um, so we actually have done pretty, pretty well. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll go to my first one. So this was Friday. Um, the prize picks will do something really cool. And I think it's, it's, a, it's been at least each Friday so far during the football season where like you get like a $20 free, free, uh, entry basically. So, and it's gotta be a flex play. The players have to be playing on Friday. Read, read your terms. Um, so I did $20 entry and it, it netted me, you know, five, Five uh five bucks because I went two for three, which was pretty cool. Just was less on Audric Estime. We bet the uh the more 74 and a half um and uh w- was short there. The less on Hartman passing yards is a good call. And then yeah, we hit the Kirk Cousins. So let's see. Um the Colorado hype I did not buy into. Um uh, placing an entry on the less on Shador Sanders. And then I also had a couple, um, you know, uh, on the dolphins and, uh, went, went two for three there. So a $30 entry netted me, you know, seven fifty. Um, hold on with, one second, Mike Raheem Mostert had less than 78 and a uh, half Russian receiving no, yards. No, that was my entry because he usually, I thought the dolphins oh, he had were, more. Yeah, he okay. had much more. I, I just okay, thought they would air it out because the Dolphins will not run the ball a ton. They like to, but I just thought that he wouldn't. So, yeah, not 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 a good pick by me. We're gonna skip past this one because it was an L. And then how about this? I was like, listen, I had twelve dollars left in uh, bonus cash, so I was like, let's just throw a twelve dollar power play, which means you have to hit both on the the two quarterbacks and their rushing yards. So the entry was uh, less than 44 and a half for Jalen Hurts. That hit. And then more than three and a half rushing yards for Matt Stafford. Last drive of the game, he has a seven-yard run, and that entry hits. So $12 power play hit 36. So I started this with 240, 240 bucks, and I'm at 274 right now. And this is not like a way for me to make money, right? This is just all entertainment, and it just adds to – watching games so it's like sunday night game monday night game dolphins games notre dame games it just kind of adds a little something so do this responsibly you know game responsibly here and it's it just kind of adds to the fun so let's let's wrap this up kyle let's see what we have if notre dame got some lines here audrick estimate 90 and a half rush yards sam hartman 241 and a half and Hartman passing interception. I feel like Hartman, this is not the week he throws a pick. We'd say less than a half of an interception. Do we like that? To be honest, Notre Dame fans aren't going to want to hear this, but Hartman's like kind of due for one just because like how can you play, what is it, five or six games now and be a gunslinger yeah, like Hartman, not throw an interception? However, um, I feel more comfortable with the Audric Estimate bet. I'm kind of fading him um, to go less than that. I mean, Audric's always due for like a long run, but I just Notre Dame, they're going all in with that five quarterback or five running back crew. So so this is this is what I like on, on a lot of these, um, you know, the the more or less it gives you like this the line, like the projected line of what they've done. So, I mean, he, he's went more than 94 the last five games. Uh, I would bet the more here. So I think we're just going to skip this one. Okay. I think we're just going to, I like the Hartman and then we're going to go, uh, we're going to go to the dolphins. Who the dolphins. Have? Oh yeah. Buffalo. Oh, I don't know if I want to touch this game, honestly. Uh, we're going to get back to your regularly scheduled program in just a minute. Um, maybe NFL just passing yards. Let's find, 
a quarterback that has under 200. You want to go Desmond Ritter? How's the Jacksonville pass defense, Kyle? Can you get the crack stuff on that? Well, I know enough about the Jacksonville defense that they um, gave me like negative four fantasy points last week. So I'm all in on Falcons if that's the case. All right. How about this? How about this? Justin Fields, less than 184 and a half. He's playing the Broncos. You know the Broncos are going to bounce back because the Broncos are not supposed to be that terrible of a defense, right? I was watching ESPN the next morning, something I don't do much if it's not live sports. And ESPN was talking about how like the Broncos defense was supposed to be like top five in the league or something. They dropped and noted Eric's <laughs> Dolphins score 70 against them. So we're going to go for the Broncos to bounce back and uh, hold Justin Fields under 184, which should not be that difficult because the Bears are terrible. Um, Mr. Anderson says, catch me smashing the last on 10 and 0.5 players on the field. That's hysterical. Um, okay. So that do you like that, Kyle? I'm feeling better about uh, Desmond Ritter because Jacksonville has, I think, the seventh, sixth or seventh worst pass defense in the NFL. All right. So. All right, let's rock. Let's rock a uh, flex play then. Let's go twenty dollars on a flex play, and there you go. So, um, if we hit all three, we obviously get that twenty dollars entry back plus twenty five. Um, and then uh, if we just get two out of three correct, you get your twenty dollars entry back plus five bucks. So we're gonna we're, that's 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 gonna be that's gonna be the pick. So find out next Thursday how we did, and it's probably gonna be Mike Singer just on fire. Okay, going back to <laughs> recruiting. Uh, my takeaways, Kyle, I got to start at Nemanja Agboko. And I, I'll mention, folks, all of this has been covered at BlueAndGold.com earlier this week. So if you are a member of the websites, I know that LuxND is. So be like LuxND and be on, on the BlueAndGold.com message board. But um, Nemanja Agboko, um, the Georgia commit, 6'4 and a half, 355 pounds. Kyle, uh, it had been rumored for a few weeks, I think, that Notre Dame was going to have an SEC commit officially visit. And this got so much hype because of that. I did not. That was not leaked by me. That was, I don't know who said that, some other reporter, but that was out there. So I'm thinking to myself, man, it could be like a two-star Vanderbilt commit. uh, And people are going to think it's some five-star Bama commit or something. Somewhere in the middle there, Georgia defensive line commit, Namandi Ogboko, number 912 overall player, number 86 interior lineman on the defense side of the ball. I have a strong feeling that that's probably going to change. Only a second year playing football. So he's played something like 13 games of football in his entire life. Um, so definitely uh, you know, new to the game and uh, at six four and a half, three 355 pounds, just a monstrosity of a person. Did he look that big in person too, Kyle? He was a big boy. Yeah, yeah. Big boy. He, he's Justin Scott's size, but with like an extra 40, 50 pounds. So that's crazy. Big, big guy. Yeah, Justin Scott, like 310 pounds. You're like, yeah, he's huge. Yeah, how about – and even if he's not 355, let's say he's you know, playing weight down to 340 or something, still a, a huge person who could you know be ready to play at that size right now. Um, so I think Notre Dame's in a battle with Georgia. I mean, listen, if you're committed to Georgia and you officially visit Notre Dame, you, you're only doing that because you're serious about it. So um, I, I think that he's going to be one to keep a close eye on uh, moving forward. Davis Andrews had a really good time. Uh, 2024 safety out of American Fork, Utah, who is more like a 2026 prospect because he will commit to some school, sign a ceremonial letter of intent. It's the best way to describe it. It's not super binding. I don't know how much how binding it is. So he will go on his mission trip. In January of 2024, um, a Mormon mission trip, and then come back January 2026. At that point, it's like, it, let's say he picks Notre Dame, right? Uh, this upcoming Monday is his commitment date. He can still go to any other school, and it doesn't count towards his one-time transfer rule, or he doesn't have to re- request and and you know to get out of his uh, letter of intent or or anything like that because again, there's not really one to my knowledge. So I get it, folks. Like if Davis Andrews commits to Notre Dame Monday, you're not super pumped up about it, but 
I can tell you that Notre Dame will be uh, because the the upside for that kid is, is is tremendous, and there's really no downside. Like if he comes here and you have a 20 year old true freshman, fantastic, um, right? I mean, just kind of physically, um, the 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 additions to that room uh, and how that bolsters will be fantastic. But if not, then it's like, all right. I mean, it's okay. It's not, not the end of the world. Kanu Kia is expected to return to Notre Dame in January from his two-year mission trip. So a lot of people will be like, well, they, those guys like, does it ever work out? I mean, Kanu Kia is coming to Notre Dame. It's not like Notre Dame has these guys a ton either. Um, at least to my knowledge, like Notre Dame doesn't land too many of the Mormon mission guys. So, yeah, there might not be a lot of success for it for Notre Dame because it doesn't happen a lot, at least in recent memory. So, Davis Andrews, probably Notre Dame or Utah this upcoming Monday. I honestly don't know which school it will be, but we'll keep an eye on that. Um, and then, yeah, Tabor and Brittany Powell is the other official visitor. Rock solid commit for the Irish um, from the Cincinnati area. I thought Kingston Villiamuasa being on campus, Kyle, was a sneaky big storyline uh, considering that People thought he was going to commit to Ohio State, and it was Notre Dame. When I say people, me included, like it was like the day before. You're like, oh, Notre Dame's got a lot of buzz here. This is kind of crazy. Um, I'm hearing really good things about the, the status of his commitment in terms of it being pretty solid. So that's a nice sneaky storyline, uh, especially with Ohio State beating Notre Dame, that everything is still really good with his commitment. Oh, and look, guys, there's a lot of 2025 targets we could talk about. I mean, obviously, the three commitments, Kyle, Joseph Reef, defense alignment from Chicagoland, uh, Bryant, uh, or excuse me, Daniel Anderson, a running back from Bryant's Arkansas, um, and then, of course, C.J. May, the pass rusher from Highland Home, Alabama. That, that's, a, that's huge storylines for Notre Dame. We covered two of those commitments uh, in a video earlier this week. Um, we haven't talked a ton about Joseph Reef, but he's listed at about 6'3", or no, excuse me, 6'5", 230. I'm told that he's more in the 240 range, and Notre Dame you know, believes he can play around 270, 280-ish. Um, and we had a really good article on Reef at blueandgold.com yesterday, so please check that out. But Kyle, my last takeaway here would be Deuce Knight. It was one of yours as well. His first week as a committed prospect – I, I talked to him three times in in interviews. Like he's he's embracing like that side of things, being the face of the class with the media on social media privately. I mean, from what I'm told, he's talking to so many prospects. Um, it, it, it's it's been pretty revitalizing to see that. If that, that might be a little bit of a bold word, like all right, Mike, that that's a little much. But seriously, like how much of a job a good job he's done on the recruiting trail. Like I love to see recruits recruit uh, other players and, and Deuce and the article that I had on uh, Monday where he went in depth about what he says to other prospects when he's recruiting them. I thought it was really cool. So yeah. And any thoughts on uh, my rambles there, Kyle, or you ready to move on? I've talked to uh, a lot of guys that Deuce Knight's been in, been in their ear. Uh, Owen Strebig, Talon Taylor, Ethan Long, just those are some of the guys that Deuce Knight is really courting to Notre Dame, and I think those are some guys trending toward Notre Dame. And, Mike, I, I do want to toot my own horn real quick because I wrote Please. in my uh, five thoughts when Deuce Knight committed, and I think I reiterated it last Thursday, that there were a couple prospects um, or targets <laughs> – on the uh, on the cusp of committing to Notre Dame, I we were just kind of waiting for Deuce Knight to come off the board, and I will say I I think that um, the game atmosphere had had a big deal for that, and a lot of those guys coming in, and just the excitement behind that. But Notre Dame they got three commitments last weekend, and uh, that's that comes just days after Deuce Knight's pledge, and I still think there's a couple other guys. Um, that Notre Dame's looking to get before the end of the season as well. So don't take that Deuce Knight commitment lightly because it's starting to, uh, you know, bear fruit for the uh, Irish 25 class. Kyle, when we talked about prize picks, I kind of forgot to uh, actually do my ad read. We just kind of got into it. So let me just quickly mention folks. Uh, yeah. Today's sponsor, uh, the show for today. Okay. Mike words, you got this. The sponsor for today's show prize picks. Um, you can win 25 times your money on an entry. It gets it better. When you use the promo code BGI, you will get a hundred percent instant deposit match up to hundred dollars. So if you bet 50 bucks, 
Price picks will give you 50 in bonus money. Um, if you bet 100 or you deposit 100, excuse me, they'll give you 100. Um, so please use promo code that's BGI, uh, promo code BGI on that. And then uh, the other sponsor for today's show uh, is uh, Rogue Shop, the husband and wife outfit, as Mr. Ry- uh, Mr. Rogue and his wife, Char, are craft cannabis farmers who specialize in small batch sustainable plant medicine. A true holistic type of small business. They farm and grow everything themselves and do everything by hand. Check them out. Rogueshop.com. R-O-G-U-E shop.com. CBD, THC, edibles, tinctures, smokables, bath salts, pain creams, topicals, vapes, candles, soaps, more. If you have issues, sleeping, chronic pain, anxiety, stress issues, folks, all these things we're talking about, you're going to want to check it out at Rogueshop.com. And when you use the promo code blue and gold, that's one word, blue and gold. You will get 10% off your order, um, and uh, we really need to see Kyle Kelly wearing these uh, earrings next week. So, Kyle, we're going to uh, have our people talk to your people, um, and uh, we'll see about that next week. So, um, yeah. Kyle, moving along, my friend. You're not going to see me those ears. They would look great on you, though. All right. Well, maybe I'll have my people talk to their people then. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, so Kyle, I want to talk about like where we've been on the road recently and I I will give you the floor first. You got to see a decent little wide receiver guy who I think is, uh, got a really good argument to be a five-star prospect. And every time the the rankings guys at on three talk about him, it definitely seems to be the case as well. So, um, yeah, I'm curious after seeing him in person for what second or third time I'm guessing. This is the First time I've seen him play, or no, I saw my Irish invasion. So this would be actually both Irish invasions. Right, so, so I've third. seen Cam, yeah, third time um, competing person. But I feel like I'm always oh. running into him at Notre Dame, and I've saw him in other couple instances as well. So yeah, yeah, Cam Williams is awesome on and off the field. Yeah. So just thoughts on his game performance. Yeah, um, I will have a, a complete thoughts on blue and gold. I think around noon is when my story is scheduled to run. But uh, Cam Williams is rated as the number twenty-eight overall player, I believe, by On Three's metrics. And if that stays true, he will be a five-star. Uh, On Three typically likes to give thirty-two five-stars uh, for to match uh, thirty-two. NFL first round draft picks. And I, I think that Cam Williams is definitely fits that bill. Unfortunately, the, the game I picked to attend was a, a complete blowout. Uh, it was Glenn Bard South's biggest one of the season. I think they won like 63, 21, or they put up over 60 points. So didn't really get to see a whole lot of Cam Williams only in the first half. I think he had three or four catches. Two of them were for touchdowns. One of them was called back. Um, but yeah, Cam Williams, uh, he's a very exciting football player. He's got the speed, he's got the moxie, uh, he's got the flash and he also plays defense, which he did very well on, uh, Friday night. And I, I put my thoughts, it'll be posted on blue and gold in about an hour or so that honestly, I think if Cam Williams wanted to show up and say, Hey, I'm playing safety at Notre Dame, I think Notre Dame would let him do it. He's that great of a prospect. Um, you know, it, super athletic boy there, uh, leaping there to make the tackle. And there's also a, a play on here that did not favor Cam Williams, but I still wanted to show. And there it was there. Uh, he did miss the tackle, 
but uh, just his closing speed, his quickness, sideline to sideline is incredibly impressive. So uh, the speed, it jumps off the field. Uh, I think this is a kid that when he early enrolls in Notre Dame in January, he's going to find his way onto the field similarly to Jaden Greyhouse and Rico Flores. And I also um, don't want to give away too much from my my story uh, that's going to be posted at noon, but I think Cam Williams is truly a five-star level, or sorry, well, he is a five-star level recruit, but he also has first-round NFL draft potential. Okay, so you mentioned something interesting that I think should be clarified. So I, I hear that a lot. Like, if it hold, if his rate ranking of twenty-seven holds, that's a five-star. But that's not like that's how it works in a way. But I, the national rankings, right? Your receiver ranking, state rankings. I think people need to think of them more. And I can't speak to other places, but I, I will for on three. This is more of like fan engagement fan interest right these this rating of 96 for him that's the actual grade everything else like let's say there are actually let me just pull this up because i think this might help people understand rankings a little bit um so let's say there are you see cam williams is a 96 right one, two, three. There's three receivers that have a grade of a 96. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not even trying the right tab. All right, there. See this? Kane Williams is a 96 here. Bryant Wesco Clemson commit a 96. Mike Matthews, Tennessee commit 96. What on three is saying here is we view these guys basically the same. And they are very, very much splitting hairs between who's the number five receiver, number six receiver, number seven receiver. I mean, they're it's it, it's they view these guys the same as basically what they're saying. So a 97, uh, let me pull this up so you guys can see this. This is the rating scale. A five-star prospect has a grade from a 98 to 100. A four-star, 90 to 97. So a pretty wide range there for four-star prospects. A 90 being you are just four-star status to 97 being you're super close to five-star uh, you have 80 to 89 grades for three-star and then 98 to 100 again for five-star. So while, yes, Cam Williams, if that 27 holds, his rating needs to go up from 96 to a 98. So I think that's important for folks to know, like the rating thing for on three, but also um, like he easily could be the number seven receiver because he has the same grade as Mike Matthews, I think on three like that's got to be really difficult to be like we we view these guys the same like we think their talent level is the exact same pretty much now we gotta throw darts on a dartboard to figure out who's gonna be five six seven now exactly how they do that i'm sure it's you know a little bit more nuanced than that but i think that might be a little bit of a like a insight into rankings and how they work a little bit more from a guy who's you know had half of, or excuse me, uh, a third of his life has been working in this industry. So yeah. Um, when you had said that, that just kind of thought like that might be a good opportunity. Cause I hadn't thought about that in a while, but good opportunity to kind of share. Yeah. I, I have not thought about it that way as well, but that makes sense. Um, yeah. either way, I think Cam Williams, when the yeah. end of his senior year could definitely find himself with a 98 rating. Long way to say, I definitely agree with you. I think that there's a decent chance again. And talking to Charles Power and, and Cody Belair, um, yeah. So, and I actually, as you were talking, I texted Cody to make sure that this, because this is an article that I had saved from October 2021. So I texted him to make sure that was still good. And he said, yes, sir, there will only be 32 five stars. And we won't reach that final 32 number until the final signing day. So. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, so, yeah, Cam uh, Williams, what a good kid, too, man. Like, guys, how about this? You know he grew up a Michigan fan? That's my favorite thing about Notre Dame getting Cam Williams committed is he grew up a Michigan fan, and uh, he just came to the realization that, uh, yeah, Notre Dame's just a better better fit for me um, overall. So, got to love that. Uh, 
How about uh, the potential? Speaking of fit, Jerome Bettis Jr. I think would fit pretty well at Notre Dame, Kyle. And that's the prospect I got to see. Of course, the son of a Jerome Bettis Sr. Call him an icon, a legend, uh, recent graduates of the Fighting Irish uh, University. Uh, so uh, Jerome Bettis Jr., class of 2025 receiver, 6'3", 185 pounds. Uh, on on three industry ranking, currently has him as a three star, number four hundred forty nine overall player, number sixty three receiver in America. Um, I'll I'll pop on his tape from the game, Kyle, and kind of give some of my thoughts. He played safety and receiver, um, and I think this game was forty two to nothing at halftime. I actually dipped out at halftime because I already interviewed him early in the day, and he wasn't going to be playing in the second half, so I had no, nothing to stick around for, but. Overall, pretty good, Kyle. And I wrote about this in an article uh, late Friday night that Bettis is a really interesting – actually, I'll talk about this at the end. I'll go through the film. So a little stop and go has he moved there to get a touchdown and uh, an interesting little celebration there um, for for Bettis in in the goal line red zone. Uh, And his next three stops are all kind of on the – there's a hitch right there. Catches the ball pretty cleanly with his hands, which I, I liked. A lot of receivers, I know for me in hitch routes and comeback routes, I, I would body catch these too much. But this one right here, quick reaction, goes to the ball, snags it with his hands. That was my favorite play on the on the you know the half of of football that I got to see from Jerome Bettis and Kyle. You can see from the size, like he looks really good. There's a little comeback uh, breaking to the outside. Do you see that little how he goes? And gets the football right. He's he's open. Like you can see him stepping towards the football to go get it. That's really good at the receiver position for a junior in high school. Easily could have just waited for it to come to him, uh, but he goes and gets it. And then they just kind of wrapping up a block. And then you, the next play, you'll see him a tackle at the safety position. So this is my thoughts on him. I think he's got a really good balance of ceiling and floor. I think his explosiveness. Just as an athlete, it seems like he's just scratching the surface of how good he can be on that side of things, Kyle. Uh, like, I think he's got some twitchiness to him. I think he, when he gets to a college strength and conditioning program, like I think he'll be able to tap into that more. But he also has a good mix of a high floor. His, that route running he has, the way he's able to go get the football, that's a combination of good coaching and just confidence to go to the football and catch it with your hands consistently. Um, that's pretty impressive for, for, for me, for Jerome Bettis. So I, I was able to see why Notre Dame wants him. Obviously if Jerome Bettis's kid has a decent football player as his son, you're going to go get him. If you're Notre Dame, I'm sorry. You just are. It's Jerome Bettis, right? You're going to do that. But he also is a really good football player in his own right. Like if his last name weren't Bettis, would Notre Dame go after him? I think so. I mean, I I honestly do think so. Again, he looks pretty technically sound at the receiver spot already. You combine that with the with the high floor, excuse me, the high ceiling that he has when he kind of taps into his athletic potential. I think there's a lot to like with Jerome Bettis Jr. Uh, Atlanta Woodward Academy. Love where Notre Dame stands at with him as well. He played Friday night and then uh, Saturday morning flew into the South Bend. So, um, yeah, so that's where we were this past Friday. Uh, Kyle, look to uh, where we are going this Friday. Why don't you tell us where you're headed? I will be on the road to Fort Wayne for the second time this year. First time I was in Fort Wayne was to see – 2025 Notre Dame edge target Damian Shanklin from Indianapolis Warren Central. He played Fort Wayne Carroll, who has a quarterback committed to Duke. And I'll be going back to Fort Wayne on Friday night to see Bronte Johnson, who goes by Tay Johnson from Fort Wayne Northside. It is going to be the premier rivalry game on Northside schedule. Northside is facing Southside at Southside High. Tay Johnson has been playing quarterback for uh, Northside ever since coming back from injury, I think week three or week four of this high school football season. Isn't really playing a whole lot of defense, but um, really looking forward to catching up with Tay Johnson. Um, Talked to uh, 
Notre Dame 2025 cornerback target. Mark Zachary from Indianapolis, Ben Davis. He sat by Tay Johnson uh, at the Notre Dame versus Ohio State game. Those two played AAU basketball, um, not together, but they faced each other pretty often growing up. And uh, Tay Johnson, he had his recruiting hat on uh, trying to get Mark Zachary to join join him at uh, Notre Dame. So, uh, you know, some guys, not every guy's going to be like Deuce Knight, but, um, you know, these certain guys are going to take advantage when they can. And uh, Tay Johnson is um, advocating for Notre Dame, which is a great sign, especially with all the, the great schools he picked the Irish over. So really excited to see him in person. Terrific athlete. I've had multiple people tell me that they really do think Tay Johnson could play college basketball if he wanted to. So uh, very much excited to watch him uh, on Friday night under the lights. I think Tay Johnson, so on three ranks them lowest right now, number 298 overall player. They rank them lowest nationally, I should say. Now, when you look at athlete, it, it's it's high, but I'm guessing 24-7 ranks him as a safety. Um, No, athlete. So, okay, that's interesting. They rank them higher positionally, but much lower nationally. I, I don't know what, what to take of that. But anyways, I would guess, knowing what I know from talking to the guys at On3, if they're ranking Johnson as an athlete and they see basketball footage, you know, in, in November, you know, after the football season ends in December – and they see what he's doing at quarterback and stuff, and they see the athletic traits. Again, if they're trying to rank him as a safety based on senior film, that's going to be difficult. But you rank him as an athlete, I think that he's going to be a stock-up guy. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see your report, and we'll talk about what you saw from Tate Johnson in our show next Thursday. I was just in Charlotte a couple weeks ago, and I saw tight end commit Jack Larson. I tried to edit the footage in time this for our show this morning, and I was not able to do it. So next week, I'm going to talk about a trio of Charlotte guys. So we're going to look at my film from Jack Larson from two weeks ago, where I thought Jack was a really – he looked really outstanding. I'm headed back there tomorrow morning. Charlotte Christian has two Notre Dame commits. You got wide receiver Mike Gilbert, a four-star um, uh, player, and then uh, Bryce Young, who is – Oh, man, he's an outstanding player, a defensive end, 6'6", 245 pounds. Guys, screenshot this ranking right now. Just screenshot this, right? You guys see how low 24-7 and ESPN have him ranked? Now, ESPN may never bump them because it's ESPN. They don't have half of Notre Dame's commits in 2025 class even ranked. Like, I, I don't know what ESPN's doing. But you guys see 24-7 rivals. I guarantee you, and I don't do this with rankings. I guarantee you he's going to shoot up everyone's gonna follow on three on this ranking on three had him ranked you know 190 or something nationally uh i think like 18 in the edge rankings and his rating shot up as well everything shot up and, and i mean everyone's gonna follow suit bryce young i am ecstatic uh to finally meet him because i don't think i've met him yet um to meet him in person to to shoot footage of him um so bryce young on one side of the ball in Micah Gilbert, who, I, you know, really good looking talent that we saw at Irish Invasion, Kyle, over the summer. And they're going to be playing Rabin Gap. Um, there's another word in that high school that I don't know how to pronounce. I'm not going to. Rabin Gap School in Georgia has the Pritchett brothers, uh, sons of West Pritchett's. Um, you have uh, Marshall, the 2025 tight end. And then, oh, man, I'm forgetting the other Pritchett's name. Lawson. Lawson. Yeah, Lawson Pritchett. So Lawson is maybe like a preferred walk-on target for Notre Dame. Um, Let me pull up his profile. Yeah, excuse me, 6'3", 205-pound, safety in the 2024 class, um, group of five fringe FCS guy. He looks at 6'3", 205 pounds. And then Marshall Pritchett. Both these guys were just on campus for the – um, the Ohio State game too. So Marshall Pritchett offers from North Carolina, Wisconsin, Vanderbilt, Boston College, Mar uh, Michigan offered a couple weeks ago too. Um, so 2025 tight ends. So I'm gonna have my hands full trying to keep an eye on all these guys. <laughs> That's for sure. With Good luck. four, four to keep an eye on. But so you always try to go to go to a game with as much Notre Dame guys as possible. So so I'm looking forward to that. So I'll have a report uh, next Thursday in our show, but. 
I mean, late Friday night or Saturday morning, I'll have a report, written report at blueandgold.com. And I'm sure Kyle, you will as well from seeing Tate Johnson. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. Um, and as I've talked about, I've, I've got, a, I own a condo in Clemson, so I'm probably going to stop in Clemson, do, do a couple chores um, at, at our condo, probably going to stop by, um, you know, the, the state is Memorial stadium. Is that, is that what Clemson stadium is called? Death Valley. <laughs> yeah, I know Death Valley. Yeah, Memorial Stadium. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I, um, I just know it by Death Valley. Yeah, I'll probably stop by and take a picture because I will be back for the Notre Dame Clemson game, and I am so freaking pumped. Um, so um, to to see Notre Dame to to do a game day in Clemson, because I've obviously been there several times, um, and uh, to see what that town is like on a huge game day, I'm pretty pumped. So, um, so yeah, I will uh, be back. Um, for that and uh yeah be back in charlotte pretty pumped up and uh we'll be uh we'll be uh back uh on our live show next thursday written coverage of blueandgold.com so that's gonna do it for this show unless you have any th- final thoughts kyle we're good no sir be excited yeah. to see uh tay johnson tomorrow night and looking forward to see if we hit our prize picks next week yeah for sure. Uh, so yeah, we're going to wrap it up there after the game. Tim Hyde and I will be live right here on our YouTube channel. So please do check that out. Goolsby show Sunday night. Kyle, I think we're going to go seven Eastern on the Goolsby show Sunday because I need to watch that chiefs Jeffs game at 8 PM. And to be honest with you, it's cards on the table. It's more to do with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Cause I need that drama. I need to follow that drama. Um, and see if Taylor Swift actually does make it to the game like it's been reported. So oh likely seven. Yeah, you laugh all you want, Kyle, um, but I am here for it 100%, and I will not cower away from uh, my uh, my love for that saga. Uh, so, yeah, 7 p.m. Goolsby show Sunday night, if we're if Goolsby's able to make that work. Uh, tomorrow around noon, we'll post the final thoughts, observations, and prediction video where Tim Hyde will talk about the game. So a lot coming up on our YouTube channel here, Blue and Gold, as well as, of course, tons of coverage at blueandgold.com. And, and check out the Loose Emoji message board as well. Appreciate you all for watching. And as always, we will catch you next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply